On this episode, we preview the 2023 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Today is February 24th, 2023. This is episode 542 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. Then if you hit that subscribe button, you get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. We know that planning a trip to Disneyland or Walt Disney World can be overwhelming, uh, at times just downright frustrating, especially when you're trying to get Rodeo Roundup Barbecue 60 days in advance. Oh, yeah. We did get that. We got it. And that is all thanks to Mouse Dining, who will remove the frustration of booking those dining reservations, alerting you when they spot availability for your desired restaurant, date, meal, and time. You can visit msmfriends.com and use this free service. Welcome back, Rhonda. Oh, thanks. It's good to be back. It's been it's been a little while. It's been uh, two it? full episodes that oh, you were I apologize. missing. How was Vegas? Oh, it was super fun. It was cold. It was stupid. Cold? How cold is stupid I, cold? Well, I mean, I think being in Las Vegas, Nevada, which is also like desert area, basically, right. should not be 32 degrees at night. Right, or you wouldn't think. 40 in the daytime. What did you do to sum it all up? Because most people, you know, I mean, they think of Vegas and you're, you're gambling and staying out late and going to shows and drinking and, but you had a... I kind of did all of that. Yeah, but you did all that, but you did a lot more. I thought it was really cool. You, I feel like we you... We did hiking. Yeah. Um, And we did see a show and we had some drinks, but the food was phenomenal. We had yeah. amazing food. Um, yeah, we went and saw the strip at night and was at the Cosmo and was at slots for a little bit waiting on to go to Beauty and Essence for dinner. And did you win any money? No. Did you lose much money? No, but I lost some. That's good. Yep. Well, we are glad you're back. I know I'm glad you're back. I'm sure our Thanks. listeners are glad you're back. Thanks. And so today we are going to be talking about the 2023 Flower and Garden Festival. Ooh, my um, food. Yeah, menus just released uh, yesterday by the time this episode comes out. We will be there for opening weekend, trying as much as we can. Uh, What is our number one priority, though, when we are there next weekend? (laughs) We're going to be those people. The dance team from Mill Creek is actually going to be... They were supposed to be at the Worldwide of Sports, Mm -hmm. um, but they have moved it to the Contemporary in the convention center area but um i guess our coach looked for disney property and um settled on the sheraton i believe so sheraton vistana yeah um not sure where it's at yeah we don't know nothing about it really and unfortunately we couldn't use um our main street travel because it was all through this dance thing. Yeah, we used so. it was blocked rooms and all through it, but we wanted to be. And the funny thing is, I know this will be a one bedroom with full kitchen and all, which will be nice. I mean, I've heard great things about the the property and all. Um, we could have actually stayed cheaper on property at Disney with our AP rate. Then we would have used Chuck. 
Yeah, and but we wouldn't have been with we wouldn't have been with the group of Correct. everybody else, which obviously Lacey wants to do yes. and makes perfect sense. So we're gonna, um, yeah, and and honestly, the fact that it was moved to contemporary, as much as I wanted to see Wide World of Sports, and like you know, we've been in through there for race weekends and right. all, but it would have been neat to see an event uh, there on that whole campus. But the contemporary work really well for us to get around a little bit when she's not doing dance so yeah uh, for example saturday they dance saturday morning we're going to plan to hop over to epcot so that we can check out flower and garden mm -hmm. uh, then we'll be able to hop back by the time they do their awards then we'll figure out whatever's going on that evening uh, sunday the a lot of the dancers are going to hollywood studios as well as magic kingdom so mm -hmm. heads up for anybody that will be at <laughs> either of those parks next sunday you may run into a whole lot of uh, dancers not just from Lacey school but all over the place, I imagine. I would assume. But it'll, we're going to be at Hollywood Studios. It'll give us a good opportunity at 2 o'clock to hop over to Epcot, Yay! try some more Flower and Garden. So that is what we are here today to talk about. The menus are out, and that's what we will spend a lot of time discussing. But Rhonda, when does Flower and Garden start, and when does it end? It actually starts March 1st, and it ends July 5th. Yeah, so for a little context, this is 126 days. Wow, because that's, yeah, that's a lot. That makes it the Four longest months. running festival to date. Uh, last year, it was 124 days. It's even longer than food and wine. It is. Listen to this. Huh. So 2023 uh, Farts, which just ended, was only 38 days. Yeah. Just ended February 20th. The 2022 Food and Wine Festival came in at 122 days. Wow. And then your international uh, festival of the holidays last year was only 35 days, even shorter than Festival of the Arts, which I don't even think I realized. Okay. Festival of the Arts just went it like that. It makes sense, though, for Festival of the Holidays. Yes. Oh, it does. Well, you're you're on a true time constraint there. I mean, what right. I've said is I wish that they would extend Festival of the Arts, shorten Flower and Garden. Uh, maybe you keep, maybe you bump Flower and Garden a little bit into um, Food and Wine. You know, maybe yeah. even them all out a little bit, except for Festival of the Holidays, I would think. Okay. So first, what we always like to start at is some of our tips for going to a festival, specifically Flower and Garden. Where do we want to start here? Uh, to stay where you should stay. Yeah. Um, best places, in my opinion, would be your boardwalk resorts. That means you can walk there. Or your Skyliner resorts, which then you can obviously Skyline. And it's nice because Boardwalk Resorts, unfortunately, have all deluxe. Uh, you do have Swan and Dolphin. But your Skyliner resorts range from deluxe to value. Yeah, that part's super nice. Yeah. You have a lot of options. And, of course, you know, hit up Chuck, mainstmagictravel.com. Yes. Fill out that uh, form for a free quote. And what's so nice is that you can give him a budget or you can simply say, hey, what is the difference between a moderate on the Skyliner and a deluxe over, you know, in the Absolutely. boardwalk area? Uh, he'll give you several quotes and then you can decide what works best for you. But this makes it just obviously simple to get to and from Epcot. Yeah. You also have great proximity to Hollywood Studios. I mean, I think in general, these are the best resorts to stay at regardless of what you're doing. Short of saying I'm only doing Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. You know, there's really no advantage. I mean, Animal Kingdom Lodge, obviously, if you're doing a lot of Animal Kingdom, but even then, I think you're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge much more for the theming, uh, the Savannah, things like that. So I really don't think you can beat these. Um, can you accomplish Flower and Garden Festival in a day? No. Right. 
<laughs> it's a lot. It is. It's um, a whole lot. So, which is good that it's a long time that you have multiple times you can come back. Yeah. So, yeah, you can definitely plan multiple days or like we're doing where you've got one park and then you hop to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would look at adding park hopper if you don't already have mm -hmm. it. And I would look if possible doing multiple days of flower and garden, something you really want to check out because you're not going to be able to take it all in. You might be okay. Uh, checking out the topiaries and some of the gardens and doing the scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. But if you really want to get a taste of all the foods, th well, there's two things. One, there's not enough time. Right. Two, there might just not be enough bandwidth in your stomach. You know, I mean, <laughs> to sit here and eat yeah. at a festival all day long, you may decide that, you know what, we're kind of doing more of a few days at Epcot during our extended trip. And we're going to look at lunchtime, be our Epcot cut time and then we're going to do a sit down meal or something somewhere else I just later started to that say, evening. Other people might have a lot of different food plan, yeah. food option planned. Right. Sit downs like all kinds of stuff. So Well, and you don't want to go here and simply only do Epcot and only do the festival. So you do want to be able to expand that right. out. So you're going to need multiple days. How's the weather here right now? Hot. Um it is very hot. Yay. I'm sorry. I'm so happy, but it is hot. I'm wearing shorts today. I have a thin long sleeve on with a tank underneath that. Only because we're indoors. Yeah. And <laughs> I just started to say I went to Costco earlier, so I was cold in there only because, but gosh, if you're going to be outside, yep, shorts, tank, it's that time right now yeah now we always get a cool front coming right before easter and i was just looking at the forecast um projected out as of right now and i mean we got 80s for the next eight seven eight nine yeah. days dipping and in the then, 90s in central florida yeah and then it does turn to um cooler like mid to low 70s okay so i'm like yep there's that cool front right before easter yeah. so well what we've always we'll said see. is check the weather oh, before you go and up to a day or two before sometimes Absolutely. and we're still even though it's going to be just say 85 today we're waking up and it's 60 in the morning yeah. So, you know, you might be heading to yeah. a park and it's 60 degrees in the afternoon. It might be 85. That's sometimes where layers are great. And again, depending on where you're from, we know if you're coming Correct. from far north, 60 is nothing to you. Yeah. Uh, you're fine in shorts and a tank top then. But just realize that stuff as well. Um, hopefully what this episode does and there's a lot of wonderful podcasts out there and websites is plan ahead of time uh, what you'd like to try, mm. you know. It's tough to get there just completely blinded by it and just open the festival passport and just be like, oh, gosh, I need a plan. I don't know what I'm doing. So try and make some sort of a plan mm -hmm. and make notes of, hey, here's the things we're most excited to try so that you can kind of map it out because you also don't want to get to a point where you're in Mexico and like, oh, this is really good. I'm going to try it. Oh, but I also see something over in France. But you haven't planned anything in between and you're right. just wandering. Um, so go ahead and, and have some sort of plan. In addition, have a budget. Yeah. You know, if whether that's budget per person, whether that's just a budget for your whole group or family for the day, 
Uh, make sure you do that as well. And as soon as you get there, still grab that festival passport because mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, first of all, it's nice pocket sized. Mm-hmm. It's, they do a wonderful job of being able to print out these books Yeah, because you can't fit it all on a one page PDF for you to put in your pocket nope. and go ahead and bring a pen with you, have it in your park bag or yeah. whatever you're bringing in your purse so that you can mark stuff off yep. as you go. Uh, what will help you with your budgeting that we always recommend? Uh, well, we either pull cash out of the bank or we get some cash and we take it and we get a nice little Disney wristlet gift card. Super cool. Um, it's super easy and you can reload it anywhere and they always have your, um, festival like for it. Like, you know, they, we had festival, the arts one we got, you know, we'll go ahead and get, and some of them, they have like multiple different ones which then we kind of like with i'm assuming with flower and garden they'll probably have a couple of them because it's so long which will be nice because then we could get a couple of them they're cute yeah and it's uh, i believe 15 dollars minimum to get one of these cards so that's all you have to put on it Mm -hmm. uh this honestly even helps even if you're not bringing cash you know as your budget this helps to budget and say all right we're doing $50, $75, $100 a person per day. Let's go ahead. Let's swipe our visa card and buy one and then tuck that sucker away because then you have a limit, you know, Um, and they're going to every time you buy something, they're going to hand you your receipt back. You're going to see how much is left on that gift card so that, you know, you know, if you need to reload it, uh, you could go ahead as we run a saying, there's multiple designs. If you said, all right, we're a family of four. We're each going to have our own $50 a person budget. Get four of them. Yeah, that'd be cool. A couple reasons we love the wristlets is they're super accessible. Yeah. I personally do not like having my wallet in my back pocket at a theme park. I Mm -hmm. just, I've never had any issue with it. I just (laughs) don't like it. I'm more afraid I'm going to sit down somewhere and it's just going to slide out or I'm going to pull it out, get my card or something, set it down and forget it. Yeah. You're not forgetting these. They're on your wrist. Yeah. So it's real easy. You hold it up. They go ahead. They scan it. You're good to go. Your wallet, whatever, your cards stay safe inside your your person. But what is the most important part when you get one, Jeremy? It's going to DisneyGiftCards.com and <laughs> registering it. And we have talked about this so much. When you go register that gift card, if you lose it. Which we have. Which we have. And it is not registered. You're out of luck. Yeah. That's Would it. That, we ha- that hasn't happened, correct? No. Because okay. we have always done what we have recommended. <laughs> Preach what we... Yeah, practice what practice we preach. Practice what we preach. There you go. So so what we'll do is go ahead and register that gift card. Let's just say we have 100 bucks. It's in the website. You go, I have $100 on it. And then we always have a spare card on us mm-hmm. that probably has a $0 balance. All of a sudden, I look down and I go, oh, no, my wristlet fell off because it will happen. That's mm-hmm. what happened to us. Yep. Immediately go into the app and go, all right, first of all, there's still $100 on it. Nobody picked it up and spent it. Second, I've got this empty gift card. I'm going to transfer the balance straight over. And now I'm safe. If you don't have an empty one, immediately go buy another one. $15 minimum. Register it. Transfer. Uh, you can transfer and have on one card up to $1,000. Mm-hmm. I would not recommend that much for like a single trip use. Mm-hmm. Now, we've certainly loaded that much when we've gone to maybe pay for a resort or gotten our annual passes because we're doing a one-time swipe. Yeah. But if I would have multiple cards for a trip. And the reason I say that is if you have that $1,000, Mm-hmm. And you do misplace it. And let's just say you don't realize it for some time. That's that much more money that somebody potentially could find it. And if they have no morals, just start swiping. You know what I mean? <laughs> so right. if you had a thousand, I would almost recommend budgeting per day and saying, look, we're going to have 250 per day. And here's the genius of that, right? You got 
four days, four $250 cards, just say. Okay. You take one on day one, you leave the other three in the safe in your room. Okay. If halfway through the day, you're like, boy, we sure blew through 250 real quick. You know what? I'm going to transfer from one of the other cards that's sitting in our room. And now we, you know what I mean? You're not going to miss out. You can still move the money around. So cool. I think that's one of the biggest Nice. Biggest tips there. What's our next one, Rhonda, which helps you uh, save money and stomach space? <laughs> Sharing is caring. What do you mean by that? Well, that means when, you know, you've got some friends, you can go to a booth and if there's a couple of new things or there's a couple of things you want to try, you can get it and everybody can have a bite or two. Yeah. This is really the festivals in the booths are great to do with either um, your family or groups of friends. Mm -hmm. And as Rhonda said, we'll do that a lot of times. We'll go with a group of people. We might go to a booth. Um, we order something. They order something. We each try, pass it around, try again. And you get to try so much more. Because for me, a lot of this is so much about tasting. Right. It's not so much about being full. You right. know, it's uh, And sometimes there are dishes that you say, man, I really wish I would have gotten one of these entirely for myself. And we'll mention those as we go through the menu. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely fun to meet up with some folks yeah. and spend some time and talk about the food and share about the food. Um, and with that being said, final tip, take your time Yeah. if you have the time. If you have multiple yeah. days, make that plan so that you don't feel rushed Get the um, um, scavenger hunt. Get the scavenger That'll make hunt. You take your time. That'll definitely make you take your time. Mm -hmm. Well, talk. Go ahead and talk about the scavenger hunt because we'll talk about some of the fun things uh, for kids to do and adults alike. Do we, we always know talk what about the scavenger hunt. Is? We do not. There. Okay. So what they we'll say about this? Released, yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, we literally just got the menu two hours ago. We're recording on Thursday, right? It's coming out on Friday. Um, there are not a lot of other, other details as far as what is available as far as the scavenger hunt, the exact topiaries. So we'll go through some of that information and then we'll be able to cover it a lot more when we actually do a full review. But just talk about the scavenger hunt in general um, and, and the prizes and stuff, some of the things we've gotten in the past. Oh, it's B. It's what's his face. That's yeah, it's right. always um, it's always spiked. I just to say, who usually is it? Um, sometimes don't they have two of them spike? Yeah, because they usually have an Easter egg hunt, especially like that's the right. week before and after Easter. But that's not going to run the entire length of the festival. So yeah, so uh, scavenger hunt is usually um, Spike, and he's all around in all the flowers and everything, and they're super fun. And you just go search for him in all the countries, and um, yeah, it's super fun, super fun to find him, and super cute, and you get a prize that we don't know what it is, but um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of some of the previous, I'm like looking around the office to see if we have some sitting around. I can't remember some of the previous flower and garden items. I remember things like the Olaf dessert plates. So we've got a figment puzzle from Festival of the Arts. Um, I'm trying to, usually there's cups. There's been a lot of those. I feel yeah. like a lot of the flower and garden ones end up being Cups, food and wine, and flower and gardens tend to be like yeah, cups or plates. That's so what I'm trying to think. Bowls. We'll um, we'll try and find out. Hopefully, bowls. they have them opening weekend. I think it was the bowls, the, the ice cream year? little that bowls. Those were super cute. Um, also, there's a lot of interactive play areas and playgrounds mm -hmm. for kids, so that gives them something to do. Um, the topiaries are a big draw. There tends to be over 70 Disney characters among the over 100 topiaries that are arranged throughout. And they're Epcot. amazing. They really are. Who's usually like your favorite or who are some of your favorite characters? Of course, I love Tinkerbell. To see. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, I just love looking at all of them. I wanted one. 
They are very expensive. Yes. They do sell them, the smaller Mickey head ones. I yep. still kind of want one. One of these days. We'd kill the thing uh, in a heartbeat. I That's don't the only know problem. about that. They, I don't think they're supposed to be as hard to take care of, the way that they're designed, at least. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Yeah, Maybe we will I'll see. Encanto is supposedly coming this year. Oh, really? Topiaries, so that will be very cool to see Isabella and Bruno and see who else we get there. Uh, and then there's more than 200 floating mini gardens, um, dozens of flower towers, sweeping beds of flowers throughout. So this is one, you know, Festival of the Arts, you walk around and you look at the art. This, you walk around, you look at the flowers, you look at the topiaries. Yes. And they're really beautiful. And I'm going to go ahead and um, say a little be nice to the bees. Yeah, okay. They usually don't sting unless, like I know so many people get scared of them, and, but I've been told that these bees that are around Disney, they they don't unless, because if they do, then they die. they die. Yeah. So they don't want to. So if they land, like one landed on me and I was just watching him and he just flew away. Yeah, you can kind of just lightly but, try and yeah, brush him off. Just, don't aggravate the bees. Yeah. I'm not, ma- I'm not making a bees nice to bees <laughs> shirt. If anybody's <laughs> wondering, just go get the be nice to cast members shirts. Uh, there's Aww, also usually. Maybe a, I'll have a wear and a be nice to bees. We can, we'll, make, we'll make one just for you. Um, uh, what was it? Gosh, you got me off guard now. Sorry. Butterfly garden every year. Oh, yeah. I love that. you can go that. through. Those are really cool. It's, and it's be Bambies, nice to, isn't it? Last year it was Bambies, yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, be nice to butterflies, too. Don't okay. don't squash them or anything, because they will well, fly and land on you, like yeah, in those butterfly gardens. Some of them. I, those things are pretty cool. All right. Entertainment. Let's cover that before we get to food. One oh. Of our favorites every year is the Garden Rocks series. Yep. Here we go. This takes place uh, every night, 5.30, 6.45, and 8 p.m. Uh, this is the entire length of the festival from that March 1st to July 5th. Uh, most bands are going to play two nights, and when we say 5.30, 6.45, and 8, that is three shows per night. Uh-huh. And, and our findings from the bands that we have seen, they will usually switch those sets up mm-hmm. within any given night, so you have a little bit of overlap. But, you know, you have about a 20 to 30 minute show going on. And so, yeah, they will sometimes switch some things up so you can watch multiple shows. Uh, Some of the highlights this year are Daughtry, uh, Smash Mouth, Blue Oyster Cult is new this year. Uh, The Pointer Sisters. We've got, let's see, who is another, some other big ones here. Switchfoot is new this year. Flock of Seagulls. (laughs) You've got Joe D. Messina. Cool in the gang. Cool in the gang, right? You have as well, Casting Crowns is new this year. Uh, one of the ones I've really enjoyed every year I just happen to come upon is Plain White Tees. Oh, yeah. You do and like them. I remember the first time, I know I've told this story, I came upon them and I'm like, Plain White Tees, hey there, Delilah. All right, I'll just watch them and just listen to the one song I know. In every single <laughs> song, I was like, wait, I know that song. They did wow. this. They did this. Really, really good. Uh, Vertical Horizon, who was was one of my favorites back Simple in the day. Simple plan. Simple plan. I really <laughs> like to see and I would love to see Living Color. Yeah. They would be outstanding. Who do we make a point of going to see every year? And we're going to see this year on April 14th and 15th. If you've not heard about this before. (laughs) Blue October. So excited. Yeah. So they were they were a food and wine band because the way it used to be is Garden Rocks really um, stuck a lot more to the 80s, early Mm. 90s bands. 
Okay. And then as you got into food and wine, it was much more of the late 90s, 2000s to a little more present bands. Uh, whatever happened with Blue October's schedule after COVID when there were no you know, concert series, they came back to start playing Garden Rocks. Super glad they're back. We will be there. I highly recommend you catch them if you're there. Seriously. Uh, they just put on such an incredible show. Yes. Um, you know, when you look at some of the bigger bands, and honestly, you may not realize it, Blue October is one of them. Mm-hmm. They have a very big cult following. They're a very, very popular band. They sell out shows. A lot of people come to see them. They do the dining packages. Yay. So with the dining package, you are going to get included for each person in your party, an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert, or one full buffet or family-style meal, if they have that there, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as a non-alcoholic beverage. Only now at Spice Road Table, which this has switched up, because this used to be a walk-up for that limited time when things first came back. Uh There you get two small plates, a shared dessert platter, and a non-alcoholic beverage. Okay. All of these then include one guaranteed seat per person to one of the Garden Rocks concerts on the same day. Right. Now, dependent usually on if you're doing a lunch, a dinner, it's going to be dependent on which return time you get. Uh, we've talked about dining packages a lot in the past. Uh, this year, you can get them at Akershus, Beer Garden, Coral Reef, Garden Grill, La Cellier, uh, Walk Up Only Day Of, which I am interested to take a look at possibly when we're there, is Regal Eagle Smokehouse, Rosen Crown Dining Room and Spice Road Table. Uh, these are varying prices. You know, Shoes, for example, 74. When you get down to something like a La Cellier, you're talking 95 a person for an adult. Um, one I will talk about real quick is Spice Road Table at $47. That's the lowest cost one other than the walk-up Regal Eagle. Do you think that's worth it, though, to just get two small plates and a shared dessert platter? Or would you go ahead and maybe splurge a little bit? For example, Rose and Crown is only $12 more. I would and you're going to get a full app, entree, mm-hmm. and dessert for yourself. Don't you agree? Yeah. yeah. I just, as much as we love Spice Road Table, I don't think this is the time to do it. I don't think 47 bucks is, and I'd have to go like really look at a menu and pricing. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to be worth it. I agree. Um, We're going to have a group of 10. We are. Where and are we going to be? Thank you, Sharon, yes, for Yes, thank this. you so much. We are going to Beer Garden. Yes. So I'm excited. I've always enjoyed the food myself. I just don't think there's a better place for a big group to go It'll and have fun. an absolute blast for lunch. Yep. And then, yeah, we will all have guaranteed seating for Blue October that night. Yay. Um, not only is it guaranteed seating, I will go as far to say it's preferred seating because they let those folks in first. They do, but you also will have to stand in line. And usually we do for about an hour to get a much better seating arrangement. I'm not picking the very front row. No. Well, you know what, though? It it would be a lot better. The issue issue with Candlelight Processional is that the front row meant that you were below level of the orchestra, which pretty much blocked the level of the host. But if you're talking about having a band right in front of you, I'd go I'd go first row. I'd go first row with this one because I can tell you right now, I would like to see possibly all three shows both nights. Okay. So well, we would do our guaranteed seating, then we just go get in standby, get in standby. Then for day two, I'd be interested to check out the Regal Eagle walk up for a guaranteed seat that night and then just check out standby. Um, You know, we've certainly done where you could be in standby for that hour and somebody in your party, you know, it's okay for them to leave, go grab a drink, something to eat, bring it back, you know, and, and we've always, you know, met people in line. Like it's a cool experience. 
Um, I recommend it. And when you look at the pricing, you end up paying about an extra $20, 15 to 20 per person for that guaranteed seat. So it's very dependent on how much you want to make sure you get in to see your band and what type of seating you want. For me, it's very important. I've said in the past, if they sold, I mean, don't get any ideas. If they sold straight up just tickets without dining for, for 50 bucks each, I'd potentially pay it just to get in there. $50? In yeah. Okay. That's true. That's how much we paid just to see him at House of Blues. So that wouldn't like make much sense, bucks. would it? 20 bucks. But they're not going to charge you the same amount for a single ticket as the upcharge on a meal because they want you to spend the extra money on the meal. So they'd have to make it worth their while, which right. means it'd have to be more expensive. But in the long run, we would save more because we're not paying for two meals on top of it, if that makes sense. So, okay. all right, mm. let's talk about the most important thing, which is the food. Ooh. Right. So there are over 54 new items at the food kitchens wow. this year. That includes food and beverage. Oh, but still, cool. that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, there's going to be a garden graze, which much like all of the uh, other festivals, there'll be like five or six items throughout the booths. If you try oh, them, yeah. you that's get a right. stamp. And then at the end, you get a special little uh, bonus treat for free and usually like a little keepsake um, drink. Or something like that in like a little hard plastic cup. Awesome. You're loving your munchlings. Mm-hmm. You've got a couple sitting in front of you. Um, they smell. I, they, they do smell. If you need help picking out a munchling and Rhonda happens to be in town, you can um, employ help. her to smell the outside of the box that they are contained in to see if she can figure out what is inside. You've done pretty well so far. I have. I did not do very well on Angel, but yeah. Olivia... And Riley got me one. That was was super super sweet. They smelled him out. Who is going to be available for the flower and garden? Orange bird himself. I'm assuming he smells like an orange. Yes. Do you want him? (laughs) I don't care. I do. He's adorable. We're looking at him right now. And And he's got a little buddy. So he has a little buddy, a little honey Disney munchling. So he is a citrus infused cupcake orange bird with a honey Disney munchling. This adorable plush will be coming soon to Epcot during the festival and on Shop Disney. Yeah. Well, then. So then it's not going to be. It's nope. not going to be smell them out. You're just going to buy them straight up. Well, that Does takes all the fun them? out of it. Yeah. It says cupcake citrus. Citrus cupcake scented. Uh, Interesting. All right. Are you ready to get into the food booths? Yes. I'm hungry. And here's what we'll do. We will talk about the kitchens from previous years. If we've had an item. And then we'll give you our thoughts on what the new items are. And generally just geek out over all the food. We're going to start with the Epcot Farmer's Market. This is located near Test Track, presented by Chevrolet. So this is actually going to have several menus throughout. They do these bloom menus. The early bloom menu starts on March 1st and is available through April 8th. This includes a chilled potato and leek soup with bacon, Ladoris, potato croutons, olive oil, and crispy leeks. They have a char-grilled bison ribeye with creamy leek fondue, red wine, butter sauce, and whipped red wine, goat cheese. Then they have a spice cake with cream cheese icing and candied pecans and parsnip that's new. And you get a hibiscus lemonade cocktail featuring Isla Meralda Brewery and Distillery Hibiscus Gin. Ooh, I don't really like gin, but that sounds like a great drink. Sounds very, very good. Uh, do any of these stick out from the previous years? And I'll be honest, I no. these bloom menus always threw me off because I can't remember what was when and what we had. Yeah. But I don't remember anything being standouts. I do think the spice cake with a cream cheese icing sounds very, very good. Yeah. And but that's a grilled ribeye as well. That's new this year. So, And it's a grilled bison ribeye. 
I think that'd be something that'd be interesting to try. Uh, Their springtime menu will kick off on April 9th, and it will go through May 20th. This includes a grilled vegetable bruschetta with marinated peppers, zucchini, squash, artichokes, goat cheese, and a balsamic glaze on a grilled ciabatta. I think that sounds outstanding. Yeah, it does. The new this year is grilled swordfish with crushed fingerling potatoes, pea and mint puree, grilled asparagus, and lemon beurre blanc. Yeah, that sounds good. this year. And then finally, they're going to round it out with a strawberry rhubarb upside down cake with creme fraiche whipped cream. Have you ever mm. had rhubarb? Like strawberry rhubarb I pie? I think, but I obviously if I have, it doesn't stick out well right. enough Right. They look like red me. celery. Oh. I, I don't believe I've ever okay. had it either. <laughs> then coming in through May 20th through July 5th is a tomato and red onion panzanella with avocado, burrata cheese, and fresh basil. Mm. Uh, that sounds great with the burrata. Then they've got a barbecued seared pork tenderloin with summer succotash, herb butter, and grapefruit vinaigrette. We have enjoyed this in the past. I do remember this one. Okay. What you'll find a lot with the flower and garden as you go through these is that it is a lot of fresh, earthy, citrus, light type of dishes. Yeah, which is great. It can get hot. Exactly. When we're getting ready to hit the 90s, possibly while we're there next weekend, that sounds like something that'd be really good. Now, what do you think about this, Rhonda? We're looking at a photo. A sweet corn creme brulee with a corn biscotti is new this year. I want to try it. It sounds amazing, You'll honestly. You'll try any creme brulee, right? Yes, I will. What if this was like an asparagus creme brulee with Brussels sprout creme fraiche? Would you still try it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> I don't know what would make it creme brulee at that point. It just sounds like it'd be a, a mushy... Mushy container of vegetables, <laughs> but what do I know? Next, what I think will be um, my my favorite named uh, booth is Brunchcot. <laughs> and this is that near test track. Good. Oh, so got a couple items here. Uh, last year, you had this, which was the avocado toast with marinated toy box tomatoes on a toasted ciabatta. Yeah. How did you like it? You're a big avocado fan. Great. Avocado toast yeah. fan. It was fantastic. For me, it was just too much. It was like they're half cherried toy box tomatoes. Yeah. Like it's got a lot going on top. It does. I almost thought it, it was, was too much, but I know you loved it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure you'll get that again this year. Do you remember how I were do. their shrimp and grits, blackened shrimp and cheddar cheese grits with brown gravy and sweet corn salsa? Um, I think if I remember correctly, I don't like the brown gravy with it, but their cheddar cheese grits and then the shrimp by themselves, if I could, it was fantastic. Okay. Uh, they also have a locked Benedict on everything focaccia with everything spice, cream cheese, shallots, crispy capers, and hollandaise that is new this year. I will 100% get that because yeah. I'm an everything seasoning junkie. Yes. We we bought some. You know yeah. what my new like snack is? Mm, what is it? Take one of our little uh, carb balanced tortillas, uh-huh. sprinkle some cheese all on it, sprinkle the everything seasoning on it. Zap it in the microwave for about 30 seconds and then fold it up in quarters and just eat it like that. Almost fold it up like a crepe. Mm. It is delicious. Okay. It is so stinking good. That is new this year. I will say this last item on this is possibly my favorite dessert item I've ever had at any given festival. Certainly the best at this one. It is good. What is that? That's fries cinnamon roll bites with cream cheese frosting and candy bacon. These things are so good. They're absolutely outstanding. Very good. I can't wait to get these again this year. I know like we really try to make an effort to get as many new items as we can. And we will. But this is, again, why we love why it goes so long. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like Festival of the Art, excuse me, um, 
they don't run as long. And I was super happy I got my risotto, but literally, like, it, it, it it's kind of a bummer. So I'm super, super excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, we'll be back several times throughout the run of this. Mm-hmm. So we'll... We'll really focus next weekend on the new items. And then as we go back, we'll be like, all right, let's get some of our favorites and, you know, let's try some things we maybe missed the first time. Um, We're not really discussing beverages just because this would be an eight hour episode. But (laughs) new this year at uh, Brunch Cot is a peach bellini, which would be nice and refreshing, especially to go alongside, I would say, either that Lox Benedict or the um, uh, your avocado toast. I think would be very good. All right. We're going to move on to the citrus blossom. Oh, they've got a new orange bird, don't they? I don't have that orange bird. It is an orange bird holding, it's an orange bird sipper holding a smaller orange sipper. Yeah, because there's the other, there's one. Yeah, I've got, so I have and to get him because uh-huh. I've already got, I've oh, already got Lord. two. All right, for food items, all new, starting with an orange sesame tempura shrimp with orange chili sauce. You like orange chicken, right? Yeah. So this should be really good, but it shrimp, sounds, lightly yeah. breaded shrimp yeah. and an orange mm-hmm. sauce. We got a citrus baked brie with mm. preserved lemon marmalade, limoncello macerated blueberries, and spiced Marcona almonds. Yes. Just... Oh that boy, that sounds amazing! It's like all of our favorite things. We we could we got a thing of brie. We got to do something with in the fridge. Maybe tonight we'll do a baked brie. We'll do one of the brie things and get something to go yeah. with that because I love brie. Smells like feet. Tastes like heaven. That's <laughs> I try. I tried out for their marketing team, and mm. they're like, "I don't think that's going to work, Jeremy." Yeah, I don't think so. Either. And then finally, for your dessert, they have a lemon meringue pie. This is lemon curd, lemon mousse, and toasted meringue. Remember earlier when I was like, a lot of these flavors are fresh and light and citrusy. <laughs> that is all those things. Uh huh. That's a slogan um, that could work: fresh, light, citrusy. Yep. Flower I look forward festival. to the lemon meringue pie because I like yeah. lemon meringue actually a lot. Yeah, I like. Um, I love lemon bars. Mm-hmm. And but I don't love like just lemon overly. But does that make sense? I love like a lemon, a nice lemon dessert. But I don't like like lemon chicken or lemon with my fish. You don't? No, not not as much. All right. I think I like it more in a, a dessert. Okay. Um, they've you got do the orange like lemon chicken, and you do like lemon on your fish. Okay, lemon on fish. Yes. When's the last time I had lemon chicken? I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm, I like orange chicken as we discussed, I guess. Yeah. The orange bird bundle featuring the orange bird, little golden book and souvenir orange bird sipper cup. Oh, please be mobile order or just have a million of them. Oh, I yeah, beg of you. Hopefully. All right. On the list of some of the best looking photograph dishes that will never turn out this way. As we look at the uh, Disney parks blog is Florida fresh. This is near Disney traders. So, new this year, you have a grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread and spicy corn chips. This is part of Garden Grays. Their corn on the cob is always really good, and they're making it, like, right in front of you. They're grilling it right in front of you. The problem is it tends to be, like, 5 to $7 an ear. It does. And I, I do think, and this is new, it's plant-based. I know a lot of times there aren't many plant-based yeah. options, and people want that, Um it's just hard when, especially the corn comes into season and you're getting them in Publix or you're getting them in your grocery for you know, a quarter each. Sometimes we can that usually get low. four for a buck. Yeah. Really, really good sweet mm-hmm. corn right up at Publix. And do they sell it at Costco? I, I, that's what I was thinking. Your grocery. That's why yeah. I was thinking Costco. But they didn't really sell individual things like that. Like I went looking for the cauliflower heads today, and I could only find the bagged cauliflower. I just started to say you can probably only buy a box of corn. 
that, hey, I'll I'll buy it. We'll save that for our Costco podcast coming <laughs> soon to a, a RSS feed near you. They also have a grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread and plant-based cojita cheese. Mm, yummy. So if you don't want the spicy corn chips, you can get that. Um, new this year is a blackened fish slider with roasted tomatoes, watercress, and a citrus remoulade on a brioche. What do you think of that? Looking at the photo, I would eat all of these. Yeah. Um, doesn't say what kind of fish it is. I'm sure it'll be a nice white fish. Yeah, but is it going to be like a tilapia? I mean, because if they as run out, they go over to fishy. living with the land. Yeah, and they they got them right there, ready to go. As long as it's not fishy like the lobster roll. Yeah, T- but tilapia is fishy. That's not the necessarily. Yeah. Okay. It is after you've had mahi and cobia. Okay. If this was a cobia slider, that will not happen. It charged me thirteen. I just started to say, I don't care. Uh, what I love and I think is one of the most refreshing dishes you can get on a hot day is what? Watermelon salad. Yeah. With blueberries, pickled red onions, balsamic, and feta cheese. And that's so always good. just fantastic. We need to do some of that this year. I mean, like the Polite Pig one had. It oh, was really good. That so, was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, and the new this year, they have a Florida strawberry shortcake. Which is always amazing and refreshing and I love strawberry light. shortcake. I know. See, I I will say this this gets me the most excited are these refreshing citrusy light foods that I think Flower and Garden presents. So their beverage, they have a cucumber watermelon slushy with gin. Yeah. Huh. That makes me I mean, kind of go. I'll try hmm. it. I said, just keep cucumber out of my drinks, please. It's not, it's <laughs> not. What about needed. watermelon cucumber? That's like light and yummy. And I bet that I bet the pairing of the watermelon will be good. And that watermelon Mary. Watermelon was too sweet. So I think you, it would be even better now. You thought I'm, the watermelon Mary that they had was way too sweet. It was way too sweet. So, and I turned my lip up about this, but now it makes me more like, you know what? That'll probably be better because that watermelon is way too sweet. Okay. When, Just the watermelon. When you and I had the watermelon Mary, I do not necessarily remember the popping boba pearls of balsamic vinegar in the bottom of the drink. They were a plenty when Michael and I went back and had one. It was balsamic Ew. popping pearls. Was that good? It the flavors were good because you got balsamic and watermelon, which pair together very nicely. Huh. I'm still just not a popping pearl fan. It's just weird <laughs> because it. I mean, it really it was this burst of flavor almost, and plus you keep sucking them up in your straw. They're a choking hazard, if anything. I you know it's funny. I remember the straw being big, and I was like, well, why is it? Because there was nothing in it except these little weird things. I think we had something else in ours when we first got it. Huh. So I'm okay. not sure, but okay. we're going to move on to the refreshment outpost. This to me is one of the most surprisingly delicious dishes. We've actually not had it here, but I've had it. I think I've just done it at home, which yeah. is pineapple skewer with tagine seasoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is gluten and wheat friendly, plant based and part of Garden Grey. Mm-hmm. So everyone can eat this. Sweet, savory, salty. It's everything. But again, you're talking it's. Five, I think. I, know, bucks I think it's like five, so. six bucks. So it's you can make this at home, guys. You can, and if you have not had tagine, we're mm-hmm. introduced to that by Athena at was Three it? Bridges. Okay, I never had tagine seasoning, and I forget what it was. Oh, because they sprinkled on top of the uh, Mexican street street corn uh, dip, and so that's what we would get. And I was like, "What is this stuff?" Bought it, love it. They've got a tangerine soft serve and an ice cream float with tangerine soft serve and cream soda. Mm, that actually kind of sounds good. That sounds really good, actually. 
All right, we're going to move on to a Bauer Market, which is the farmer's market in Germany. They never really go new. Uh, this year, they've got back again the potato pancakes with the house-made applesauce, which is gluten and wheat-friendly as well as plant-based. You do like not that. care for this, mm-hmm. right? Because the house-made, it's kind of like a house-made it's chunky mm-hmm. applesauce. I didn't, yeah. Their but potato I like, pancakes aren't bad. I like the potato pancakes. What's like, the one that you like? This one, well, kind of, but the pe- potato pancake with caramelized ham, onions, and herb ca- sour cream, which is really good. Um, the only thing, unfortunate, last year, the caramelized ham was just like little tiny That's chunks right. of ham, like... You know how you can go to Publix and get the vacuum-packed yes. things of diced ham yes. and they're super tiny, like not yep. even a quarter inch? That's yep. what was in it. Yep. Yeah, I do remember that now. Yep. I wish it'd be like a slice of like ham that mm-hmm. maybe even has the skin part still on the outside, like they were really slicing it right off of a yep. fresh-baked ham. Um, what I actually enjoy every year here, uh, you may want one for yourself, Yeah, is the toasted pretzel bread topped with Black Forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a perfect combination. Put anything in pretzel bread for the most part, and I'm going to enjoy it. And then they have a warm cheese strudel with mixed berries. I need to get that this year. I don't, I don't believe remember. we've ever done it. Yeah, and I like a cheese strudel. This is going to be, of course, a great place to get your beer flight. Yeah. They do have a um, sparkling wine with an apple liqueur. Oh, that, that sounds, sounds interesting. That sounds pretty good. All right, we're going to move on to Magnolia Terrace and the American Adventure. They are often bringing us new items, and i got to be honest, currently... From what we've covered, this is my most anticipated booth. Mm-hmm. They're bringing you a muffalata panini with ham, salami, mortadella, provolone, and Swiss with olive salad. Yes. I don't care for olives, but I actually like muffaladas. Yes. You've got a spicy chicken gumbo with andouille sausage and Bid's original long grain and wild rice. That actually is um, a returning this year, and we enjoyed that gumbo last we year did. very much yep. so. New this year that I am super duper excited for, don't go stingy on the meat, is crawfish pie. Yes. I can't wait for that. I know. That sounds amazing. And finally, what I think Rhonda might most be looking for this year is what? Banana foster bread pudding. Holy moly. And if it's anything like this picture, you're going to have to get your own. I don't know if if I'll give you a bite. (laughs) Okay. We can order two from the get-go. Um, bread pudding or creme brulee, if you had to pick one. Bread pudding. You'd take bread pudding. I think so. I think because it's so usually, so creme brulee is, you know, it's creamy and you've got the hard um, crystallized sugar on top. And then sometimes you'll have little berries and stuff with it and fruit, but that's it. A creme, I mean, a bread pudding, you've got the bread, usually you've got ice cream, you've got a drizzle, you've got all kinds of stuff with it, yeah. or it can. I think it's much more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I can't think of it. You can do a lot more with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the sense, like, I prefer any flavor of bread pudding. I like just a traditional creme brulee over all the flavored stuff. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to move on to Tangerine Cafe, Flavors of the Medina. Of course, this is in Morocco. Uh, Both items are new this year. This one I'm going to throw over to you. Ooh, that sounds interesting. So a hummus trio. You've got traditional hummus, red beet and black garlic hummus, and an avocado herb hummus with Moroccan bread and crispy patadon. That sounds good to me, I think, because I like the way hummus is made, and I'm... I, yeah, you like hummus a lot. Mm-hmm. I I get weirded out on the texture sometimes, but yeah, I I would like to try this. It 
looks beautiful on there. I mean, you're talking bright, flavorful colors, vibrant colors, I should say. Yeah, well, I think the colors beet can be flavorful. is in the hummus, but the green um, avocado one kind of looks that a looks little... like baby doo doo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they also have an orange blossom chef, um, saffron cake. Saffron cake. I was like, how do you say that? Um, it it's pretty looking. I I would try I think it. it. Sounds good. Yeah, I would try it. Orange I'm blossom. Not, like, all like, right. Let's move on to La Isla Fresca, which is between Morocco and France. They've got new this year braised oxtail with pigeon pea rice. I don't know that we've ever had oxtail. As much as wonderful things and all I've heard about it. Uh, and I'm trying to think if we ever had it, it would have been at like Sanaa or unless they had some at Boma. But I can't say we've yeah. had oxtail. So I'm super mm. excited to try this. Uh, they have a sugarcane shrimp skewer with Ben's original long grain, white rice, mango salsa, and coconut lime sauce. Do you remember this? really good. We've had oh, this. Oh, it was super good. <laughs> it's delicious. What are you laughing at? Because I had to think about that. We did have it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love this dish. And the new this year is a coconut tres leches, vanilla cake soaked in oat milk, almond milk, and coconut milk with toasted coconut. That's not new. Oh, I'm sorry. That is not new. And is, we it, had it. We had that in the past. Did, did we like I it? I didn't like it. I don't think <laughs> Too I... coconutty for us? It was just weird. All right, let's move on to Canada. Wet. Too wet? No, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Remember? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I wanted a little, little more firmness. There's to yeah. my tres leches, I think. Yep. But next, we're going to move to Canada in Northern Bloom, where my fan favorite every festival is oh, yeah. seared scallops with French green beans, butter potatoes, brown butter vinaigrette, and applewood smoked bacon. Bacon. This is gluten and wheat friendly. Uh, this is one of my favorite scallop dishes out of any of the festivals. Those butter potatoes are unbelievable. They really are. Butter potato. We ate lunch. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do I want every single thing? I'm, no, we I'm need parsnip. Here. We need the part. I think that would be for us. I eat. know, but those little butter, those little butter oh, potato, yeah. the so tiny good. little ones. Mm-hmm. You just you just roast them whole with just tossed in oil and salt. And oh, they're so good. Then you make smashed potatoes out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, beef tenderloin tips, which is mushroom bordel sauce and whipped potatoes with garden vegetables. Super good. Yeah. We like this every year. Yep. Not quite as good as the uh, steak right. you're going to get during food and wine, but this is right up there. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. And then new this year, I'd like to try is the yes. chocolate maple whiskey cake. I bet that's good. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Also, the... I want to, because I don't think I got this in the past, is the Maple Popcorn Shake with Tap 357 Maple Rye Whiskey. Okay. I would like to get that. And that'll okay. be that'll be my little, one of my little desserts. Okay. All right, moving on to the refreshment port near Canada. And we had, John and I had a whole poutine discussion oh, on what did? makes a poutine. Okay. And I believe that John will agree. This is actually a poutine because our argument was, What's the difference between a poutine and loaded fries? Where do we draw the line? Right. We really kind of came agree. down to the fact that it needs to be potato, a cheese curd, and then some sort of gravy. Okay. What do they have here mm. this year that's new that we are gonna get I this. almost want to go here first? <laughs> this sounds so yes. good. Uh, they have shrimp scampi poutine with cheese curds, lemon garlic cheese fondue, spinach, and artichokes. Mm. So you're technically missing a, a gravy, it's the but this has curds, right? That's what I'm saying. I think this could qualify as a poutine. Uh, Canadian friends, 
please let me know what you think. Okay. And then they have their soft serve waffle cone, peanut butter, jelly, or a swirl. Mm-mm. I do not remember this from years past, but it does Are not say new. Oh, I want this more than anything. <laughs> you know I love peanut butter and jelly any way I can get it. Oh, yeah, totally. You know they have a adult peanut butter and jelly st- uh, shake at Rodeo Roundup Barbecue. Yeah, Roundup Rodeo. That. I did see that. You know how I can never get the S right on Scat's Cat Club or Scat Cat's Club? <laughs> I'm never going to get right whether it's Rodeo Roundup or Roundup Rodeo. I think it's Roundup Rodeo, but I spent five hours trying to get that reservation, and every time I went to look for it, I was so confused by what I was looking for. I think for. it's Roundup Rodeo then. That's what I, that's what I think it is. Is it Woody's? Woody's isn't even in the official name. It's Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Okay. And we are super excited to dine there on March 24th. Yes. We are super excited to see our friend Steve yes. there. So cannot wait to bring. I'm actually really excited about that one. Yeah. And I know I don't get super excited about barbecue, but um, I think it's I think it's going to be good. And what I was so happy with, and I think I put this in our Facebook group, was that they could have just said, hey, guys, look, we're gonna, we've, we've been working on this thing for since I think Toy Story 1 pretty sure <laughs> um <laughs> like it's like the imagineers i think kids have now grown up to be imagineers and they're still working on this thing it's finally opening i'm so glad but they could have easily said look it's gonna have this super amazing atmosphere it's in toy story land it's a new sit-down dining opportunity it's family style uh just go copy the menu from hoopty do everybody likes that and they didn't yeah. they're getting really inventive with it i mean mm-hmm. i'm super duper excited for yeah. this lineup and i'm often not excited for family style meals but this one i am like first of all you get a whole platter of meats then you get to pick from an array of sides and your dessert and all you know what i mean so it's like you actually well, we'll get some choice for when we do talk about we it will but I'm let's excited. talk about this okay they do have some new beverages this year though including a frozen mojito with boyd and blair rum mm. I, I like, like mojitos. I would like that. I love a good mojito mm-hmm. all right trowel and trellis hosted by impossible near port of entry oh max can eat here one of our most surprising and favorite dishes is the first one, and I'll let you talk about it, is the boneless impossible Korean short rib with cilantro lime rice, a damaju slaw, and kimchi mayonnaise, yeah, this which was is, fantastic. of course, plant-based and garden. Right? This was really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. This so, is... Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say when I said Max can eat here, it's so funny because it, <laughs> I guess it's good and bad, but um, impossible does meat so well that he actually had it at Disney and he is a vegetarian and he did say that this brand did make him uncomfortable because how Much actual actually tastes tasted like meat. like meat. Yeah. Well, and so. what I was going to say is this is one of those dishes where maybe a little bit of texture aside, if you did a blind taste test, you'd be very hard pressed to say that this is completely. Plant-based. And that makes, that makes sense and why it would also make him uncomfortable. New this year. Super interesting is an impossible lumpia with Thai sweet chili sauce. Yeah, that sounds good. So Try it. when I used to work back at the credit union for mm-hmm. all the holidays, everybody would bring dishes in and there was um, an older little Filipino lady oh, that yeah. would make hand roll yeah. lumpia Yeah, and she would bring it in and it was so popular. She would start frying it up at like seven in the morning and as people came in for breakfast, it was filled with meat and the little veggies uh-huh. and all. Everybody would come in and immediately go get some that it was gone within like an hour. So I'm very excited to try this. It has been a long time since I've had lumpia Yeah. Um, from from those early mornings. It was usually Thanksgiving and Christmas and you'd walk in the front door and just smell grease <laughs> and it was delightful. 
Then new this year for dessert, they have a chocolate cake with black currant ganache, mixed berry compote, and chocolate ice cream. Of course, this is plant based mm. as well. Um, I, yeah, I think it's neat now that you know we are. We've done episodes in the past, and a lot of times we'll try plant based items or vegan items or gluten friendly items, just because we don't normally eat that way. But we still want to be able to share our experience and oh, talk about the 100%. flavors and all with people. And so now I think we're even more in tune. Yeah. You know, now that we have a pack of frozen beyond um, meat burgers in our freezer in case Max comes over that we can always have something readily available. So I think it'll be neat to kind of Absolutely. have a little bit of a different look at some of these. Uh, next, we're going to move on to the Honey Bistro is where you can wear your shirt. <laughs> Maybe we should put the be nice to bees on the front and on the back. We'll just put the National Honey Board logo because that's who this is sponsored by near the port of entry. Eh, OK. Uh, OK. This is going, I can make a top five most excited list if everybody would like, if you've not already been counting them down. Is this going on your top five list? What's the first item that here that's new this sounds year? sounds so exciting. Yeah. It is chicken and waffles. Crispy honey brine chicken and honey sweet cornbread waffle with whipped honey butter and spicy honey. I mean, wow. that's a lot of honey. You got to like honey. But I bet that is so stinking good. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Chicken and waffles. All right. They have a pollinator flatbread, which is new this year, uh, with honey whipped mascarpone, honey caramelized onions, blueberry gastrique, prosciutto, honey whipped goat cheese, arugula, honey vinaigrette, and bee pollen. <laughs> then they give you a shot of honey and <laughs> you have to sit not. in a bath filled with honey to eat this. Holy yeah, moly. Maybe just put honey at the beginning and looks, say it's in every item that we're creating. It looks good though. It looks super good. And I've liked their um flatbreads that they've done in the past here. So mm-hmm. it should be pretty good. This is probably my second favorite dessert this out of all good. the festivals. Yeah. And that's the honey mascarpone cheesecake with honey whipped cream, whipped honey, crystallized honey, honeycomb, dehydrated honey, and fennel pollen meringue kisses. Uh-huh. Again, if you were not aware, this is at the Honey Bistro. <laughs> and it is hosted by the National Honey Board, mm-hmm. who is putting all of their marketing dollars into this booth for the entire decade, I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. like Maybe that was their only thing. Like We'll sponsor this if you just put honey in every single item. I'm just excited to try all of these because I do like honey. Mm-hmm. So you better, you better like it. All right, let's move on to the pineapple promenade uh, near port of entry. We've got the every year is the spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney and plantain chips, which I've somehow never had. Yes, we have. We did have it. Yes. Did you try it? Yes. Because the, the chutney would be cooked, so it would have a cooked pineapple in mm-hmm. it. No, I then I think I tried the hot dog. All right. The, well, you ate it. With that being said, apparently it was not a standout item for me. No. So maybe we were, pass that one yeah. up. And then they have their Dole Whip, which is plant-based, mm-hmm. if you're unaware. And that's not Did a specialty one. Did you see the beverages from the, um, the, the Honey, honey Bistro? Pe- uh-huh. Yeah. Well, they have a Honey Peach Cobbler Freeze with streusel. With blueberry vodka. With blueberry vodka. We've done that in the past. Have we? Yeah. Okay. Very good. Uh, Florida Orange Groves Winery Honey Blossom Honey Wine. Uh, and then they've got a Bee Nectar. New Wave Lemonade Mead. Hmm. I like mead. Good. I might try that. I'll drink it from a stein or a skull or something. Okay. All right. We're going to move on to the Land Cart hosted by Advent Health. They have... why well, I don't know why you'd spend your money on this. I guess kids. If you mm. forgot... Here's what I would say. <laughs> okay. All right. Instead of going... Nothing against the Land Cart hosted by Advent Health. Nothing against you if you forgot to pack snacks for your kid. We're all going to do it. Here's what I would do is I would get vacation grocery delivery 
vacationgroceryderyfl.com, and I would get all of these items brought to your room, <laughs> and I would pack them. And I'm I'm not even joking because your first item, and I don't know what these cost, we don't have uh, prices yet, is a fruit and cheese plate. Okay. It's grapes, strawberries, cheddar, and mini Baby Bell snack cheeses, mm-hmm. all readily available yep. at Publix for a fraction of the cost. Next, your kid wants a vegetable plate. Mm-hmm. Broccoli, carrot sticks, and tomatoes with dip. <laughs> Probably ranch. Right? Probably ranch. Or even get, well, here we go, down to the next, pretzels with hummus dip. They have They the, sell those uh-huh. packages yep. in Publix. It's probably the same one. I guarantee it's probably the exact same one. And then a cookies and cream chocolate mousse cup. I would say go ahead and get like a cookies and cream flavored Chobani yogurt. Like, I'm not kidding. Don't, <laughs> don't. I wouldn't waste your money here. Yeah. Uh, and then in addition to... Uh, getting all those groceries from vacation grocery delivery right here, get whatever else you need. They can deliver alcohol to your resort. You don't have to be present for them to drop it off. Uh, it's run by and employs former and current cast members. One set delivery fee. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get markups on these items. Like they're going to mark you up at the booth. It's whatever at Publix is the price is what you're getting. And did you know, I was unaware. You remember we were talking about splurge or save and m- getting stuff to make and pack your own sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Vacation grocery delivery can go ahead and deliver either public subs or the public sub rings to your resort. Oh my goodness. So get yourself a big public yes. sub ring. They're already going to be portioned out. Yes. Order Ziploc bags from through your grocery order delivery. There you go. Mm-hmm. You're all set. So there go, go. by Landcart by Advent Health. I appreciate <laughs> what you were trying. You're not pulling one over on me. At Sunshine Seasons, they've got a string strawberry mango slushy. It is non-alcoholic. Sounds very good for the kids. I'm looking at this other thing down here. How about at Connections Cafe and Eatery? Yes. An Orange Bird Liege Waffle, which is new this year. Yeah. And you're going to have to stand in, in line Starbucks. for 45 minutes at Starbucks yep. in order to get a prepackaged waffle like Figment. But it's worth it, isn't it? I want this flower drop cocktail. What do we got in there? St. Germain Elderflower Liqueur, Tito's Handmade Vodka, and Minute Maid Lemonade. That sounds amazing. That sounds outstanding. Mm -hmm. Super refreshing. Wants to give Sea Butterfly a run for its money. Mm. We'll we'll be back and let you know. All right. At Jardin de Fiestas in Mexico. Only one new item this year. Mexico, what are you doing? But it's a quesadilla de flor de calabaza which is house-made masa tortillas with squash blossoms, bacon, onion, zucchini, and cheese, gluten and wheat-friendly. What I find interesting is you would usually use squash blossoms the same way you would use jackfruit, which is to make an item vegetarian and plant-based, but then they're throwing bacon in it. Oh, you know what I mean? I yeah. just find that a little bit interesting. And it's, it's just gluten and wheat-friendly, but... Yeah. Our friends can eat this. Yeah, no, that's true. And we had the squash blossom quesadilla at the Four Rivers Cantina food truck many years ago, and we liked it. Yeah. That was our only time having squash blossom. I think, personally, I like jackfruit as a better alternative. What? How many times are you going to say squash blossom? (laughs) As many times as they said honey. This is, yeah, this is a house-made squash blossom with squash blossoms, bacon squash blossoms, and onion infused with squash blossoms. (laughs) Um, There's my shirt for the weekend is squash blossoms. We're gonna we're gonna try and move on to the taco vampiro, which is was available last year. This is barbacoa beef and a corn tortilla with crispy grilled Monterey Jack cheese, salsa ranchera, and esquites, uh, which is a little corn. Gluten and wheat friendly. Uh, really loved this, but this is one of those dishes where they're it's getting 
itty bitty. I feel mm. like the portions are getting smaller every year. Um, this was this is shareable in the sense of would you like to know what it tastes like? Not oh, would yeah. you like to enjoy it? Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'll still probably get one over the course of this festival. Though I'm sure you will. They got a couple new drinks this year, including a uh, Mala Erba Margarita, which includes tequila resposado, elderflower, elderflower chamomile tea. Abasolo corn whiskey and una flower infused vodka with a chili salt rim. Hmm. Then they have a Cristal Margarita, which is 100% agave tequila blanco, uh, mezcal jovin, clarified lemon juice, and orange liqueur in a souvenir cup. I'll get Ooh. it for the souvenir cup. Okay. You, you, you don't tend to like the Mexico specialty drinks. Most recently was yeah. the s'mores one. Uh, before that, there's been some margaritas with like a black rim salt thing mm-hmm. or black salt rim thing. You tend to always want them, take a sip or two, I know. and then give it to me. Because the 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 new margarita sounds good, but yeah, uh, but I bet you won't like it. Yeah, we'll see. So we'll, maybe I'll try it. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we're gonna move on to Lotus House in China. They're doing the same as they do every year, but it's always good, including always good. the spicy mala chicken skewer with creamy peanut sauce, a house-made cheesy crab wontons. They're pretty much exactly what you're gonna get yep. from your local Chinese place. Yep. So, and I say that. Not to put them down because yeah, they're delicious. No, they're, good. they're very good. But I would go ahead and just get them from your local Chinese place unless, and focus on other items here. Unless you're with your kids and, and that's they and they know they, they know you love. Yeah, because yeah, I I don't know. I'll have to ask uh, Jess and Landon if they can get crab wontons delivered from Publix. We'll okay. see. And then pan fried vegetable dumplings. This is another one, as you mentioned, that kids usually like and go for. You're mm-hmm. doing a wonderful job of bringing those up. Um, I enjoy the Kung Fu Master every year, which is Tito's Vodka, Triple Sec, Mango, Orange Juice, drink. and Soda Water. What is the new drink this year, Rhonda? A Tropical Moon. It is Smirnoff Vodka, Triple Sec, pa- Passion Fruit, Soda Water, and White Boba Pearls. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, the Boba Pearls. That's fine. All right. Let's talk about Italy. Who surprised Italy. us very much at Festival of the they Arts. Did. Good job. Good job, Italy. They did. At Primavera Kitchen. So all new items every year because they can never get one right. Jeremy. Caesar Caesar con Gabriel, which is a baby gym lettuce, shrimp, Caesar dressing, and crispy breadcrumbs. I feel like that should be hard to mess up. We'll see. They have a tortellini primavera, spinach tortellini, sweet butter, pancetta, corn, peas, and fava beans. Okay. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Very Silence of the Lambs. And then they have a budido a la noctuel, which is chocolate hazelnut pudding with cookie crumble. So I have to laugh because somebody I follow on Twitter said budina a la noctuel translates to cup of dirt. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what it looks like. Well, yeah, it's a child's dessert. Yeah. But they're changing something. I'd have to go ahead. I couldn't get a translation for this noctuel. If I'm pronouncing it right now, budido translates to pudding in Italian. Okay. So in that, and that's what it is a, a ch- chocolate hazelnut pudding. They're then putting the cookie crumbles on top, serving it in a small pot and putting a cute little gummy worm coming out. Yeah. So this will be perfect for the kids. And another one I have to say, there's zero possibility that you can mess this up. Yeah. The only way they can mess this up is they'll probably charge 1350 for it. <laughs> that's uh, the only thing. Now, I'm excited for these. We will, we will be trying these for sure. Let's move on to Hanami in Japan. We've got the ever popular fan favorite every year, Furushi, which mm-hmm. is strawberry, pineapple, and lychee wrapped in sweet rice and pink soy wrap served with whipped cream, drizzled raspberry sauce, and toasted coconut. Uh, light, refreshing. Yep. Nice take on sushi as a dessert. 
New this year, they have a Hanami Sushi. This is assorted nirgri sushi with lemon-cured salmon, soy-marinated tuna, and cured mackerel. Mm. The cured mackerel throws me off a little bit. Sounds interesting. Holy mackerel. <laughs> they have a um, creamy shrimp udon, which is new this year, which is udon soup with shrimp and spring vegetables. Yeah, We've that's enjoyed what I want. any of their yep. udons and stuff in the past, yep. right? Yes. And it has the little um, cremini, those little mushrooms, the mushrooms that I actually have liked. Mm-hmm. All right. They also have a Sakura Cherry cherry Blossom, blossom Pilsner. God, I'm getting all mixed up on these words now. And a plum sake mm-hmm. blended with Japanese plum. That sounds good. Or a Nagori Dragon Fruit Sake Cocktail. All those sound excellent to me, mm-hmm. actually. All right, we're going to move on to Fleur de Lis, which is France. And I'm just going to, I'm not going to say the French words because I can't. They have a croissant <laughs> with goat cheese, herbs, and roasted garlic. Mm, you remember that sounds this? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You liked this one last year? Yeah. They have a, what else have they got here? Um, Basically, a Nikoi type of, what the heck is this thing? It's braised beef. Oh, it's a braised beef, beef rosemary, rosemary, tomato, and Nikoi gnocchi. Okay. That's new this year. That sounds good. I wonder if the gnocchi will be good. And, like legit gnocchi? Yeah. Then they have a chocolate tart with Valhara, single origin, chocolate brownie, walnuts, and raspberry kui served warm. That's new. That's new this year. And then we enjoyed this actually last year. I'd put this as my third favorite dessert. Was, Everything. Uh, the desserts beignet. are really good out of here. Uh, it's a caramelized beignet filled with vanilla cream and glazed with caramel flor de sel. Very good. Very, very good. They always have their frozen slush, which is vodka, gray goose, uh, la orange vodka, St. Germain, elderflower liqueur, and white and red cranberry mm-hmm. juices. All right. Finally, let's cover our funnel cake at the Funnel Cake Pavilion in America. What is it this year, Rhonda? And I want it. <laughs> a banana split funnel cake. Funnel cake topped with a banana chocolate chip ice cream, whipped cream, diced strawberries, and a mar- maraschino. Maraschino. <laughs> can't talk. Maraschino cherry drizzled with chocolate syrup. There is nothing like festivals that will get you more tongue-tied trying to read menus. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that much. And it usually happens to me in Italy and France. Those get me the most. Yeah. I need to possibly take a course in maybe those two languages, but only as it relates to food. Like, I don't need any other words. Okay. I just need the food words. Because to be honest, if I visit either, all I'm going to do there is try and eat. So those will be most important thing. And then probably I'll be able to ask where the bathroom is. Mm-hmm. On top of that, if you're eating that much. Uh, of course, you do have the Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company that's going to have a specialty drink. Every single one is new. Um, you've got like a key lime cold brew, an orange cream cold brew, a melonade, which is a tangy blend of frozen lemon with that's, a burst of watermelon. Yeah, that's what that I That sounds want. very good. Of course, all these you can get spirits added to or you can get them non-alcoholic. And then they have an exotic lemon tea. So a refreshing mix of frozen lemon and iced tea featuring exotic berry notes. That sounds pretty delicious as well. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, I um, I was a little underwhelmed with Festival of the Arts, just as an overall. Now, I don't think we got to spend as much time there as we have in the past. Right. We felt very rushed. Yep. Uh, but things were good. Yep. I'm really excited for this Flower and Garden. I am too. It usually isn't my favorite. I mean, I put it third above International Festival of the Holidays. Mm-hmm. Where do you typically rank this? Are you excited about this menu and, oh, and going here been. next weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. And yeah. you're going to try and get a Mickey topiary this year. Maybe. Yeah. 65 or am I undercutting it? Was that for the small one? It's uh, expensive. That's maybe a foot tall. And then they sold, sell them even bigger, like two, three feet mm-hmm. tall. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, I like Festival of the Arts better because I can keep 
whatever I buy there alive. <laughs> yeah. Like, hopefully they never have a festival of pets. God, that would be good. How many dogs or cats would we come home with? None. Just imagine they had like a little chihuahua booth. You just walk by. You'd be coming home. You'd be coming home with so many dogs. We just couldn't go. Like, Rhonda, you know what? We're going to break the streak of going every month. We're not going for three months during Festival (laughs) of the Pets. So, so sorry about that. I'm excited. We'll be there uh, next weekend to first try all this stuff out. We'll bring you a review right after. I will also bring you a review of what it's like to be there with the dance team. Yes. And the Sheraton Vistana. Yep. And coming up March 9th, we have our annual passholder preview for Tron. Yep. Look forward to talking about that. Yep. After that, we're going to do an episode ranking all of the roller coasters between Universal Orlando and Walt Disney World. And let's see where Tron falls on the list. Okay. We've also got our uh, Blue October weekend coming up. We've got Roundup Rodeo barbecue coming up. So a lot of good stuff is coming your way. If you want to get all this good stuff, you can hit subscribe and get these brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. If you want your Be Nice to Cast members and maybe coming soon, a Be Nice to Bees shirt for the festival, you can go to MainStreetShirts.com. Check out WonderlandCrew.com for our Patreon group. Finally, we would be super duper thankful if you would be so kind, especially now that Rhonda's back and hasn't got to say it in a long time. But will you please leave us a rating and review? Because it helps our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.